Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. The Culinary Institute of the South at TCL has a new dean at the helm, Chef Francine Mars. She's got over 30 years of experience in the culinary world that she's bringing to the Low Country. She's passionate about her students and she stopped by our studio just to talk about the goals for the school, those students, and how, of all things, comedy has helped her teach. Let's listen. Francine, you come to TCL through um, from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, but you have some South Carolina roots. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so I was actually born in New York and my parents moved us down to South Carolina when I was about nine years old into Rock Hill. Uh, so I grew up kind of partial New Yorker, partial South Carolina, South Carolinian. Uh, I wound up getting a, like a culinary scholarship in high school. And so I went to college in Charleston. So I was able to be able to be in the low country for a little bit, uh, which was, I kind of fell in love with the area. So uh, now circling back, you know, uh, about 30 years later, 25 years later, uh, I'm now, you know, back in the low country, back in South Carolina. And uh, it's, it's been a, an interesting change. I'm curious, do you have a favorite regional cuisine or a favorite, obviously low country is low country, which is very distinct, but any favorites for you? Yeah, I mean, I spent 10 years in the Southwest and I just absolutely love it because it's very, um, very interesting. And, uh, you know, there, it, there's a lot of earthy flavors to it and just it's very complex and a lot of people don't understand that. But I also I go back to my roots of being Italian and then also, you know, Southern cuisine as a whole. Yeah, I grew up in Texas, so I'm a big fan of Tex-Mex. They're such a wide and varied Yeah, very much so. I was just cuisine. In, yeah, I was in San Antonio like a few months ago, and it was so different than anything I've ever had. So that was fascinating. It is fun. Now, speaking of fascinating and fun, let's talk about a little fun fact <laughs> about you. You learned stand-up comedy yeah. in an effort to overcome your fear of public speaking, we've heard. Yeah, so I... Um, I wanted to be a TV chef and I figured why not? And I had a couple of friends of mine that um, did some stuff in Charleston and I, you know, I felt like they were laughing at, at him and I figured, you know what? I want people to laugh at me. And I just went and dove right in and I was actually really, really good. This is, um, you know, pre iPhone and all that other fun stuff. So there's no real pictures of me. However, um, I, I wound up getting a, a following. I did it for about six months and I had to kind of pick a pathway. It was either going to be culinary, which I was going to school for, or I do comedy and branch up. But I figured what was so great about it was that it gave me the confidence to public speak and, and to kind of think on the fly. Um, but also it really, I became a better leader because of it and also a better boss. Um, but it also helped me be commencement speaker and public speaking as a whole. And so um, it, I, I highly recommend it if anybody wants to do it. But I actually took a class, which was really neat. There are classes there for are. this. There are. There's actually a book out there and everything. Yeah. Do you find that some people are funny and some people just yes. aren't, no matter what you do? It's an yes, 100%. People are either really funny or just kind of eh. So I try to be the really funny kind of person. Good. You know, you're, the Culinary Institute celebrated its one-year anniversary this past fall, and that's about the same time you joined the faculty. So what are some of the goals you have for the school and the students, and what do you love about it? So the facility is absolutely amazing, and that's a lot of the reason why I'm down here. Plus, my team is amazing, and the students are just are so – they're just fabulous. And it's because, you know, you get to look – at life and cooking and through a different lens. 
Um, and all every lens is very different. And all of them come in with a love of cooking or baking or even serving others. And then they all leave with something very different. It's also about them learning about food and culture and understanding that food is really the heart of all of it. And, you know, when I was working on my doctoral program, we talked a little bit about food and how, you know, food is there before you're even born and food is there when you're, when you're dying or are past. And it's just how we celebrate life. And so, you know, the one thing in common that you have, everybody has in common across the world is, is food. Everybody gathers around it. So it's really kind of neat to see and bring all the different, you know, cultures together, um, the diversity of the student population, and then again, where they're going to wind up when they're done. Do you find it's interesting to follow them in terms of watching their passion? Do you think there are people that come in, students that come in with a preconceived notion of the direction I want to head or what I want to do, and then that kind of changes as they go through? 100%. Um, just like anybody else in life, they come in, they think they're going to do X, and then they wind up doing, you know, A, B, C, D, and then Z. So, um, but it's really great to watch because I've really kind of friended a lot of my former students and I follow them. And um, it's great to see their paths and them become executive chefs or instructors. And so I keep in touch with a lot of them. That must be really rewarding to see those paths. Have. It's a it's a very connected world. You know, people think culinary, but it's in many ways, it's a small world. Very much so. It's even smaller in culinary education, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, but it is a um, it's, it's and that's what's great about it, too, is that you can walk into any restaurant and you have that kind of that, you know, loyalty to each other and that camaraderie, which is all about the kitchen. And it really doesn't matter what you look like or background, diversity, anything. It's a matter. Can you cook and handle yourself or not? You know, are you going to be loyal to me and be able to, um, you know, be part of the team or, or not? So it has nothing to do with race, sex, anything. That's one thing I've always found interesting about the culinary world is it just rewards talent, period. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it's becoming a more female-dominated world very slowly. Uh, you're seeing uh, a few more James Beard Award winners and, and that are female. And, you know, we're still having to claw our way to the top. But, um, but yeah, it's great to see the chefs in the industry, male or female, be successful and really be re rewarded, like you said, for just good food, like really good food and a passion for food. What do you think the biggest misconception your students bring to the table? Um, I, you know, it's really, it's, it's the students, but it's also really the parents and the guidance counselors. It's it's about thinking that you're not going to go anywhere in colony. Like it's just a deadbeat job and you're just going to work at Waffle House or, you know, flip burgers. And it's so much more than that. And most people don't realize that we have to wear so many hats, no pun intended, but so many different hats, being a marketer, being a business person, understanding financials, on top of learning how to cook or knowing how to cook, staying on top of trends. Being, you know, you have to teach yourself all these different things and then you have to be like a flavor expert too, you know? So it's so, and you have to constantly be, you know, learning and just, like I said, staying up to everything. And it's, it's hard. It's a lot of work and people don't get that. They think I'm just going to comment, I'm going to cook. And then in culinary school, we also have you write papers, you have to do projects. So there's a whole academic side to it that a lot of people don't understand either. Even math, you know, people come in like, I hate math. I'm like, well, you're not in the right profession then or you're not in the right place. You know, it's interesting. I think that's why we're so excited and the community is so excited about having this program because, well, obviously for the, for the basic reason of workforce, it's an important contributor to our workforce. I know that Mary Lee Carnes, who's on the TCL team, had shared the fact that the vast majority of students who are going through culinary school 
plan to stay in the area to work. Have you found that to be the case? Yeah, and that's really the the goal and mission of community colleges. Majority, I think it's like 90% is the figure where 90% of students that go to community college stay in the area and they contribute to economic development and growth and, you know, um, you know, entrepreneurship. I mean, it's it's really incredible. And then those folks then are alumni and then hire other students and yeah, it's it's it does a lot for the community. I think people don't understand the vastness of what a community college brings to the table, especially a community college culinary program. I think it's so great to see this renaissance of community colleges that we're having right now, and especially having it matched up so closely with something we need so much in our area. Because, you know, there is culinary life outside of Charleston and Miami and New York. That's great to see that talent coming this way, too. Yeah, it's great. And it's, you know, tourism, travel, hospitality is the number one driver in South Carolina. And it's great to be part of something that's, you know, helped driving not only the economy, but also jobs and wages and everything else. And and then, you know, you talk to everybody, even outside of Hilton Head, and they're like, oh, I love coming down to Hilton Head. So I'm gonna actually see more of my friends now because I'm in a touristy area than I would if I was back up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's no shortage of house guests in Hilton <laughs> no, Head in Bluffton, as we like to say. What's an average day like for you, Francine? Well, um, it's it's pretty crazy. So every day is not the same, which is what I love about it. And, uh, you know, I come in and I talk to all my my team members, my my faculty staff, make sure they're, you know, good spirits, have any issues or anything like that Um, with students. We talk about that. And then I typically am either on email, I'm on a Zoom, I'm in a person, in person meeting, talking to a parent, talking to a student, um, talking to an employer. Uh, and then as you move through the day, same thing. I'll sometimes have to do a tour. I'll do a demo. High school students, middle school students, elementary school students, um, you know, students, uh, adult students, uh, seniors, uh, you name it. Everybody and who's anybody is coming to that school wanting to know a little bit more information. Um, so, yeah, it's really, again, every day is different. Wow. What a variety, too. I agree with you. It's it's one of the hardest working industries out there. But just out of curiosity, when you're not busy at the Culinary Institute, what do you cook for dinner? What's your dinner look like? So it's really funny. I um, I go to the grocery store and I buy what's on sale. And it's like every day is a mystery basket for me, which is great. And uh, I just kind of come up with stuff every single day. And, you know, you have your your go to's meatloaf and, you know, burgers and other stuff, you know, chicken. Um, but I love seafood and, um, you know, I love cooking different cuisines and, um, and I, I'm always learning too, you know, I'm actually going more into like vegetarian cooking now and trying to do that because, you know, that's obviously not just a new trend, but it's, it's not going away. And so I'm trying to, uh, learn a little bit more of that and kind of make it tasty. So, uh, and keep it interesting and experiment a little bit. It yes, sounds like, very yeah, so. very, very much. So we are so thrilled to have you here. <laughs> We really are. What a great contribution. You know, I think there's so much talent here uh, in terms of culinary talent and and that shows and you're part of that. So thank you for being here and what you you do for our students. I appreciate it. It's it's fabulous to be here. I got a great welcome and uh, Southern hospitality is very much true and I'm glad to be back. Thanks everyone for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our five questions podcast by subscribing to the Chamber Channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.